having trouble hitting all the buttons today. I'm sorry. Um, good morning. 7 o'clock, Friday, June 26th. It's the uh, last new podcast episode for a while. Because... Uh, Gonna get our, uh, gonna get my furlough on for a couple of weeks. Well, at least next week. Hey, buddy. Hey. 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 Uh, Bethany will be along shortly. Good morning. How are you Good feeling, morning. Mr. Uh, Mr. Fit and Free Freaky Floyd? <laughs> my body hurts today, so there's no cardio today. But I think, well, I don't think I know. I have a boil on my armpit. It's probably from all the sweat, and you know that I'm allergic to deodorant, so my arm hurts, but other than that, I've had one before. We'll survive. Yeah, I remember. I have a a warm compress on it now, so I'm just like, hey, this is some bullshit. Not one thing is another. (laughs) Like, great. With your your new lifestyle, um, do you want – I have a couple of 10-pound weights that I bought. I bought a yoga mat and some, some bands. Do you want them? I'll take the weight. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not much of a layer down worker up yet. Workout yet. I'm not sure I'm gonna get back up. But I've been. I was going to like start with five pound weights. But I'm strong enough to do ten pounds. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Like, well, I, 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 I don't know what I'm doing. I, the, my dietitian says does do one thing. I get. I'm like. My dietitian would be like, do this, do that. I'm like, okay, girl. And I get home, like, what the hell did that bitch say? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I think I'm doing. I know that I do my cardio in the morning. And then she says, try to do something before going to bed. So I'm like, I've been doing two kind of workouts a day. But um, it's fine. I just, I'm if you, irritated. If you, if you want... <laughs> If you want the stuff, um, you're welcome to it because I just now that I can get back to the gym, um, you're you're free to have all the stuff. And the bands were are really uh, not they're they're obviously flexible, but they allow you to do a lot of different things. And there's those are like the resistant bands. Yeah, and they're different strength levels, so it goes from like extra light to extra heavy. And and I found them very helpful when uh, when I couldn't get to the gym. But yeah, we'll see. Um, right. I just want this thing on my armpit to go. I'm like, oh, but it just appeared yesterday. I'm like, oh, great. I'm in this for the next five days to a, a week and a half. I'm like, great. But it's fine. Oh, they're um, back in the studio on CBS this morning. Look at them. All, all three of them? No. No. Hottie McHottie's still at home. Uh, that, yeah, the, the anchor. And then I was just watching um, uh, your, your your boy, your, your crush, David Begno, because um, I stumbled across... Him, he's the uh, Cobra Commander. Oh, was he on? Did I miss him already? No, 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 no. Um, I, I watched, so I, I, I am catching up on the the Elijah McClain stuff, and oh yeah, the, that's, the vi- that's ooh, that's deep. The video that I got to was him doing the story, and I think from like all, all things considered, uh, from beginning to end. That might be the worst situation of any of these awful things that have happened mm-hmm. because he pointed out at the end of the video that the guy that called 911 was just like, hey, can you check this out? It might be nothing. It might be something. The guy might be cool. He might be crazy. He didn't sound any alarms. 
But when the police, and, and Begno said, again, when the police showed up, they immediately got, were confrontational. It wasn't, hey, what's up? It was, you know, we need to talk to you. And He's and, like, yeah, I did see the video. They're like, why are you tensed up? Why are you tensing up? Like, I was like, don't know. You're like, and clearly the, the man, and I followed a little bit of it, like, he's socially awkward. Like, yeah. even in the other, even in the uh, videos of him, being alive and well and them gifting the violin like I'm you've seen some of the videos they've yeah. surfaced like he's just socially awkward like no no shade I when I first saw the video even before I knew who he was like he was like they threw him a party he kind of um had characteristics of someone with autism like you know what I mean like he was just For sure. he didn't know how, he didn't know how to say I'm not saying he didn't have autism I'm just saying like he just had those characteristics like he's like oh is this a birthday is this a party for me Oh wow! And like you could just kind of see, he got back in the shell because he didn't like being in public, and it, it, it's just sad because these are other measures that, as a law enforcement person, these are other because th- you're going to run into people who do have those socially awkward situations who don't know how like who don't know how to act like that. Like, imagine yourself walking down the street and just three ra- three to four random strangers just started walking behind you as a normally functioning human we would get tensed up and weird now add that social that social awkwardness to it or maybe even him on the spectrum or even him being special needs of some sort of course like that's it it's a whole sad situation together and the verbiage that they used and he was very calm cool collective the elijah kid and he said hey i'm an introvert I'm very uncomfortable. I'm going to interrupt you because I didn't want to do all this. There's a lot of stuff to get to. I'm sorry. But no, the the police, as soon as they opened, as soon as they stopped their vehicle and and opened up the door and approached him, it it was going to go sideways. Because what you're saying is exactly right. The police approached that situation differently than when the 911 call was placed. It was more of a, hey, check this out. Not a, hey, I'm deeply concerned. And it it was awful. It was awful from the Mm -hmm. get-go. Yeah, I'm done talking about it. This is going to make me mad and heated. Not on a Friday. We're going to have a good Friday. Bethany. Hello. Mm. Hello. How are you? I'm dandy. So we're putting, we're, we're moving aside from the bike. We're not getting a bike, right? Um, Probably not this year. There's okay. just none available. Like, they're not out there. Think Things that have been hard to come by. Uh, before we hopped on, I was, Floyd was talking about his, his workout stuff. And I was fortunate enough to get some exercise bands. Those have been hard to find. Um, fireworks, I guess, are kind of easy to get. But <laughs> they'll, they'll go away. People who shouldn't have certain kinds of fireworks are getting them. I don't think there's any deep state or sinister behavior with these fireworks things like we talked about the other day bikes as you're finding out i guess it's hard to find hard or people are getting pools and rvs have been a hot item my dad wanted to have a a small fence put in for the new dog where he lives and they told him three months so some people yeah some people are as i expected you know some businesses will will falter and fail and close other businesses like if you put up plastic plexiglass for a living <laughs> you've been <laughs> working non-stop i would sure. guess unless you've got like some kind of tech person or an engineer at your store i mean people who do that they're going to be rolling in money 
Um, Floyd, the reason I didn't want to do a lot of or any of the Elijah McClain stuff was because I I need you guys, but specifically Bethany, to explain what's up with this Jenna Marble stuff. Oh, so (laughs) Jenna Marble, she's a YouTuber. So Jenna's probably, we're about the same age. We may be the same age. She might be a year younger. And I started following her maybe like seven years ago or so. And she was just funny. Like there's a lot of people online that are, uh, I don't know what I want to say. But she's she's just funny. She makes funny content. And I really enjoyed it. And she definitely, over the last couple years, like two or three years, has really grown up. Like, she hit 30. She became an adult. And she's very relatable, to me anyway. Like, a lot of her content now is about her. She has four dogs. She has two um, Italian greyhounds, a chihuahua, and then they adopted um, a greyhound. And they're the cutest things ever, and I, I'm, like, so attached to them, virtually. And so what happened, my, so my coworker Jamie and I have been watching her videos every week at lunchtime for, like, two years, religiously. We're, like, obsessed. We just watch Jenna Marvel's videos all the time. And yesterday, we were all excited because... We both are at work on Thursdays, and we were going to watch the video together, but it, and she didn't put out a video. So we're like, all right, like, maybe she's taking a break. It's cool. Well, then we both get home, and she, uh, she had texted me and said, oh, my gosh, she put her video out. But hold all on. Is- hold on. Let me, let me throw a little bit more context in here. And I've never mentioned her on the show before, but well, of the year, but so- Megan told me about Jenna Marbles years ago, like 2013, 2014. And she told me how much she loved all the Jenna Marbles video. And arguably, and, and when I say Megan, I mean my Megan, our, our Megan. Yeah. Um, and this was years ago. Jenna Marbles is arguably uh, up there with like Ryan and I don't know, was JoJo Siwa a YouTube star? Like one of the first megastars with millions and millions of followers who started so many pop culture trends based on her videos and like she's she's a, an old white hair lady now compared to YouTube stars because that's how long she's been a, a, around. Yeah, I mean she's been on YouTube for a decade at least. I mean a really long time. And so anyway, yesterday she puts out this video that just said a message. That was the title. It was 11 minutes long. And we're like, uh-oh, what happened? So we watched this video and I just felt for her and basically the the video was about she's people are coming after her for old content from like 2010 2011 where there's something in a video that they are offended by and they just they're like you know there was blackface kind of stuff, and 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 a, and a potentially a, things that be people deemed as racist or 
too mean in a stereotypical way. All the stuff that, that we've been dealing with, maybe not as serious yeah. as like some of the Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon stuff, and I'm not familiar with it, but I know that it's what people have been looking to dig up on people. And I'm sorry, I just wanted to move this along so we can have a discussion about it rather than uh, the details of it. But she basically quit YouTube, right, Bethany? She said she is done with the channel for indefinitely, basically. And I just, I'm, I'm in mourning. Like, I'm just distraught because she's not the first um, person on YouTube or social media to have, like, ghosted recently. And I know that there's other people that are feeling the same way. And, I mean, when I think about it, like, I've been following her for years and years and years every single video I've watched every single video and I I love her but I don't send her a message the people that are going to send her a message are going to be the people that are going to send hate messages what's well, the people and- it's it, it, hold on I, I want to move this along and sorry um it's yeah it's the trolls but it's also Floyd's favorite people, cancel culture, looking to go into people's past, dig up maybe questionable things and get rid of them. So, Bethany, you've watched every episode. Has Have you ever, have your ears ever perked up and said, oh, that might, people might be bothered by that. Is there genuine stuff that people should be upset about? Or has she left because she doesn't like that she's being, that people are cherry picking really questionable things uh, on her page? She, she more so for, I, I have never watched a General Marvel's video that has been like, "Mm, that's questionable. And the two, she showed the two clips in the video yesterday, um, that people are most upset about the one they say she's in blackface. It really just looks like she overly tanned herself. I, it's not blatant blackface to me, but she had already taken the video down because she knew that some people might be offended. And then there was another one. It was like a little rap video. And again, these are from like 2010, 2011. So we're talking 22-year-old Jenna versus 30-year-old Jenna. And she's like in like a, you know, long, I and I don't know the proper terms, but a, a Chinese man with the hat and the, the mustache, um, and it's like a a not even a verse like I'll say a verse a verse of a song of a rap song and yes it's inappropriate shouldn't have done it but again she already took the video down and so i think her leaving was more so because she never wants to offend anybody and she's it, it it's like Everybody's walking on eggshells right now, even if they don't have to, because the people that really care and are really sensitive about offending people are going to be hypersensitive to it. Um, Not just the people that are like, oh, forget it. Like now everybody's going to come for me for my content. It's like, no, we genuinely don't want to offend anybody. And so you want to be hyper vigilant about what you say and what you post and it's overwhelming. It's sort of like what, I, what I'd seen recently where comedians won't go to colleges anymore because they're afraid that almost anything they do in their material will be viewed by college students as, as offensive. Right. Uh, and, and, right. It, and it's, a, it's a tough situation. And if I can 
if I can take something away from what you're telling me is she had no ill intent, was not trying to be mean no. or evil, but there were some mistakes made. She tried to amend them. And I mean, we've all done regrettable things to different degrees when we were in our 20s as opposed to where Absolutely. we are now. And it's a, it's she's in the situation where tens of millions of eyeballs if not yeah. more than that, have seen what she's done and people will go back and cherry pick things. It sounds like she's more pissed off that people are coming for her um, than than anything else. It's, it's tough. Floyd loves yeah. cancel culture. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, and, and on a smaller scale, like I, I understand because I'm, you know, in this boat where I... I want to be this, the, the strongest support system that I can be personally. And it's, it's hard. It's like, it's constantly, you know, and it, and it's just a matter of me continuing to educate myself and making sure that I talk to the people in my life that, that can be candid with me and just, it's, it's a new way of living. Like you just, you got to watch, watch what you say and, and really think before you speak. And I think I think the education part is the most important because I feel like unless you know what is right, not even right and wrong, it's not that basic. The, the, the little things that can really be hurtful, that all comes with education and understanding and knowing. Let me give an example of that if I could. And Floyd, it's a shame you don't like black guys. What? <laughs> um <laughs> Emmanuel Acho. Have you come across him? I don't know who, who these people are. Um, he's a former NFL player, and he oh, started no. a YouTube channel sports. called, I think it's uh, Conversations with a Black Man, and he has become, he has quickly become like a megastar and has become a great voice because um, very well educated, and he, he, he says it himself, I've got, I live in the black world, I live in the white world, for all the things that he's accomplished in his life. Um, he was an okay NFL player, but now he's becoming a, a, a superstar in the media. And something I heard him say the other day that resonated with me that I believe I've been guilty of to some degrees in, in the past. And to Bethany's point of just listening and educating, he said, look, the racists are going to be racist. They're just going to be hateful. And, and for the most part, we know who these people are. But he said, we're at a point where it's the more passive racism or unintended racism that we need to move beyond from um, and, and enlighten people to the fact that we shouldn't say, um, you know, you don't sound black or you don't yeah. dress black. And Bethany, I think that's what you were alluding to. And Emmanuel Acho put it so very eloquently the other day because people who are going to hang nooses in garages are going to hang nooses. But it, it it's the people... Like things I would think in the past that go, okay, you know what? That's not intentionally racist, but it is a little ignorant and we've got to move beyond that stuff. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's something. He is really something. Um, that, that dude, is, I encourage everybody to watch these, these videos that he's put up because he eloquently and without any anger for people making verbal or th- intellectual missteps explains like why this is why this is wrong it, it's wondrous i mean this is a guy that can really spend the next handful of decades in some ways he might have some martin luther king jr inspiration in him in the way that he could potentially bring people together cool I'll have to look him up 
and I, I bring up the uh, the uh, the eye candy that he is for Floyd because in most of his videos, it's unfortunate that none of his clothing fits because he is just looking like a superhero with everything bulging out. <laughs> well, if he's an NFL player, right, right. Uh, mm. Floyd, are you uh, are you good to go for this weekend? Is your ankle all healed up? For the most part, that's what flats are for. Yeah. What's uh? <laughs> what's uh, what? What can we expect uh, at Georgia's for the weekend for some of your shows? I don't know. I think it's supposed to rain today, so that might get canceled. Yeah. Um, T- tonight, tonight could be a little hairy, and then tomorrow it's going to be spotty with the weather. Eh, it'll happen. We'll see. I don't know. It's, Do, it's raining men and where? <laughs> like <it's, laughs> I hate performing outside. I absolutely hate it. Uh, I think it's stupid. Um, it's awkward. Like you can't take money from people. There's like tip buckets in front of you. Um, but they, I mean, they tip, they follow the guidelines. It's just, if I was ever a pop star, I would never do it like an arena concert. Like I would want to be inside of a venue. Like a more I intimate just hate, situation. Yeah. I hate performing outside. I think it's stupid. Um, but I get why we have to do it. It's fine. I roll with the punches, but. Every Sunday I'm, I see your stuff. I'm like, oh shit, was it uh, was it Love Wall weekend? <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> like, and it looks cool because like you have the the perfect backdrop behind you. It's just just not my cup of tea performing outside. But like you said, everyone has to adapt, and yeah. this is one way we have to adapt. So there, there was uh, there was some article that I was reading today in the Blade. They were talking about some of the indoor entertainment venues that I haven't given some thought to. Um, so Q's are the laser tech place that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they're opening up and they've got some cool technology where there's like a beeper or a buzzer. If you come within six feet of, of someone while you're playing. Oh, that's um, so stupid. Sorry, I must a, be that person. No, 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 no. And I guess they're like, just, they're trying to open if you can't do stuff. Like well, Q's is one of those, like, I don't know if you've ever been to Q's are like, I used to go there as a teenager all the time. Like, you used to run up on someone like it was like Halo and just like pow, pow, pow. Like, you don't give me a beep when I'm too close to someone. A, you're going to let my position go. You're, everyone's going to know where I am. And it's just all these places are opening and like everything's spiking. And I'm just like, why did we open? Oh, that's right. Because people went like militia, militia to state capitals and demanded stuff to get open. And now everyone's sick and dying again. Idiots. Well, we've done okay. I mean, it's the places that were pretty. I mean, we've done okay, but there's still people traveling from Florida to Ohio, from Texas to Ohio. Like, we're okay for now. Sure. Uh, And I I hope it continues to stay that way. And and I always have to remind myself, what we did for, what, six weeks was to make sure that that the uh, hospitals and places weren't overwhelmed. It wasn't going to make the virus go away or... Or it was just going to buy some time to, to get a vaccine. But it was to, to make sure that the hospitals weren't overwhelmed. And I still applaud Governor DeWine. It's probably, it's probably my favorite Republican ever <laughs> um, for the way he's acted. And, and, and I take it's, – it's probably sadism. I'm, I'm sadistic about people hating Governor Whitmer where she's arguably done the same exact thing where Detroit was borderline a hotspot epicenter. And, you know, her actions um, seemed to, to make sure that that was able to pass – and you're right. She's like, a woman. Oh yeah, let's, yeah. Let, let's let's not even sugarcoat that. It's because she's a woman, yeah, and she did yeah. the right thing. Um. So hopefully things don't come back around here like there are, like they are in California and Texas and Florida and Arizona 
right now. Um, the other place, a couple other places that were mentioned in that article, and exactly to your your point, Kuzar get and the reason I think he was using that technology is he's on some like tech board, so he's trying out the technology that it could potentially use in other places. Um, I forget one. What was the other place? But uh, Dave and Buster's was mentioned in there, and they got a couple of quotes from them. And they said they're going to be sanitizing all the time. And I didn't think about this, but Dave and Buster's is probably like, uh, if I can be safe and I feel safe going there, I'll go. I'll do mask stuff. I'll I'll distance. I don't practice social distancing. I'm a pro at it. But think about Dave and Buster's. Like, I don't know how they can be open for food and bar and stuff like that. But what are they going to do? Wipe down every game after somebody plays it? Because that's that's what you're dealing with there. Well, when these guidelines were first labeled out, laid out, and I got yelled at on Facebook about it, I was like, these don't make sense. Like, remember when bars, bars can be open, but there can be no dancing, but you can have a DJ. I'm like, these don't make sense because once you get a drunk person hearing their favorite song, they're going to dance. Um, They should have been sanitizing these machines anyway. So, Well, well, they probably were. But I mean... I'm just very irritated with Miss Rona and Auntie Rona, whatever you want to call her. Like my friend is 25 and was just, and just contracted the virus. He got his test result and talking to him on the phone. Yes, he's 20 freaking five. He's breathing like he's 87. Like to hear him talk, it was like I FaceTimed him yesterday. It was the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Like he's just cooped up in his house, like breathing heavily, like. Picking up the phone to talk to someone, like, our conversation lasted five minutes. But I was like, you need to rest. Because it, it was just actually seeing someone with it and hearing them at 25 years old. Like, so, remember Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. The His best friend Stevie in the wheelchair, how he talks? Yeah. Like, the, hi, Malcolm. Like, that's how he was talking at 25. And by no means is he, like, out of shape. So like it was it was yesterday was an eye opener for me. Like I was just like, Mm-mm. you know what? Like if you don't wear a mask when I go back to work this weekend, I'm judging you in my head. I, uh, I, I no shade. Hear, I'm being honest. I saw your post last night, and I can hear the the anger in your voice about it. And look, there's so much data out there, and I know that people are upset because a lot of instructions from people we're supposed to trust uh, was doing 180s and don't do this, but do that. And then it changed. I get that. that. That's challenging. And that's why, you know, this is a novel virus. We know so little about it. We try to know a little bit more each day, but there was something out there. I think Governor DeWine said it, or it was something with Ohio where now the people who are getting infected are the 20 to 49 age group. Because I think Floyd, we mentioned yesterday, we know, you know, keep the old people in the nursing homes safe. But everybody else went back out into the world, and you see how contagious mm-hmm. it is. And well, he I- works at a resort too, and like he, and like I believe what he explained to me was like his boss said he did they didn't have to come back, but like he was like I've been off for literally six weeks, like you know what I mean. Like at some point, you you can't pay a bill by just saying, "Hey, I, I I've been laid off for COVID." They're going to be like, "Oh well, you still got this bill due." So. He went back and, like, he had the protocols. They had to wear the gloves, the mask, and somehow, and this is how this works. Someone came in and ordered chicken chunks, and I'm just assuming chicken chunks, and he may have swiped it or touched a droplet somewhere. Like, you don't know. And, like, 
these people who are out here without like masks or taking precautions just don't care. And then like, there's so many times I hear, I can't wear a mask because I can't breathe. And I'm just like, then do what everyone else does and wear your mask and just kind of like flick it under your nose for five seconds and pull it up. I work in retail. We have to wear a mask. Like we cannot take it off. However, we are notorious for cheating. And when no one's around, taking a big gulp of air. So like, there's yeah. wills and ways around this. Like, don't tell me you can't breathe in a mask when there's literally people who can't breathe who are on ventilators, like, because of selfishness and selfish acts like this. I digress. I'm going to have a good Friday. I keep saying that. Bethany, how are you? Well, <laughs> I have a question for our, our little rotund, adorable friend. You're, you're 24 Me? weeks? Yeah, I was 25. Um. So the school stuff has started to trickle out. TPS yesterday said they're going to offer some virtual classes as, as an option. They'll give kids devices as well. Perrysburg said, uh, I think junior high and senior high, two days, where are my notes? Two days in, three days out. Um, and a lot of this is fluid. Sounds confusing. And, yeah, and, and could change. Um, I know you've they you've rescheduled undisclosed for TSA, but what's a, a, maybe you could break some news here and give us the, the, the potential plans for what's happening with TSA come new school year? Um, I'll speak carefully. Of my understanding, and again, still in the process, it's not confirmed, um, but I think that everyone will come back. I'm pretty sure we all have to wear masks um, for, you know, a period of time once we come back. Um, but I haven't heard of there's there's like three different options that we're looking at where everybody comes back or nobody comes back or it's a half and half. Like they come back for a couple of days and then they're home for a couple of days. That seems um, to be what a lot of the schools are doing a little bit. Of, they're they're going to go kind of pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm you, hoping that we can sorry. all come back, but that we wear the masks and we, you know, do whatever – thing we have to do in the building it's just uh, our environment is is different and and we are a smaller school um there's a lot of interaction and performing and i heard a great podcast yesterday and this this guy was he was like a an old maybe i think he was an older jewish guy so he had some 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 excitement to him but he's like People yelling and screaming, concerts, football games, absolutely not. And singing, performing, those those droplets are going to fly. What did you want to ask, Bethany? I'm sorry. Sorry, Cobra Commander came on TV. I was having a moment. Um, <laughs> yes, and he's back in LA too. So look he's around so his home. God, he's so beautiful. Look at them big old lips. Um, no, I was going to say, did you see that? I watched watching news. St. John's is going back within like the next 40 days. I did see that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, huh. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're going back like I August think 3rd. in the middle. Yeah. August and like I think way before everyone else. I think that's pretty smart because they can get the jump on what is inevitably going to be a you know I think everything that comes back with with big group things like sports and large events and school they're going to be stop and start events because there's going to be a point whether it's a school or Major League Baseball where the 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 infections will be reaching a critical point where we go do we have to shut this down or I don't can know we, if you guys. No, keep going, keep going. Do we have to shut this down, or can we pause for a day or two, clean it up, and then get back to work? That's the next phase of this as we hit the fall. And for school, I, I 
money is one thing, but I'm I'm moving towards in the fall. I know a lot of parents, they have my sympathy and hope that kids can go back to school because that's their babysitter. Like they need kids in school. Well, that they need it for the education process because like most of these parents are like yeah. nurses, doctors, um, mail carriers, or stay-at-home moms. Like like you said, like they need that moment to be like, Jimmy, you got to go to school. Mama needs a nap and wine and watch Young and the Wrestling. Like you know what I mean? Like you need to get out. But do I don't know, Bethany? Did you grow up in Toledo? Uh, yeah. All right. So I don't know if, how it was in Philadelphia for you. Do you remember going back to school like that first month? And not having air and how horrible it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, that's you, no, yeah. these kids are about to be so irritated with these masks and trying to learn and focus. Like when I first heard, like St. I'm sure St. John's has the money to have their air is probably on 24 hours. Um, but like I'm just saying, like I was thinking, like when I first went to school, like August, September, like I was like, why is there no air in here? Like, can you imagine, like trying to. Can you imagine having like ADHD or like a uh, learning delay while wearing a mask, while being hot, already being irritated with life and not understanding? Like these are things that these teachers have to go through. So I'm just saying like we have yeah. we have to lift them up because they're going to face so many more challenges that we will we would take for granted. Like oh, I can't imagine working in like um the special needs wing of the schools. Like Ooh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I know it's crazy. I I was just thinking about it when we when you guys were talking about schools. I'm like, oh, that first month is dreadful. Period. Let alone having to wear a mask now. It's a great. It's a great point because we. I think we kind of, we've been in the cycle enough now where we talk about this and and I think I think Michigan is before all this they were going to start going back to school earlier than Labor Day. My brother told me that. Uh, Phoenix, the eight-year-old, and we've got to talk family stuff back back home. There's some there's some drama uh, that, that's that's brewing. Um, I think Paul told me that Philadelphia schools were going to go back before Labor Day, as mm-hmm. I never did, and I always questioned that for your exact point and add masks to this that that's going to be so problematic for the TPS schools that don't have air conditioning. I always thought it would be better to go back after Labor Day, where it's less likely to be scorching hot. Like I'd rather do Labor Day till mid to late June rather than August, where it's going to be. It's very likely to be very hot to mid May. Mm-hmm. But you're you're a thousand percent right. The because I see a lot of parents who are like, "Look, I'm all for safety, but my kid ain't going to wear a mask all day at school. They're just too active and rambunctious." Well, and and, and that's the other thing. That's why I say we have to we have to lift these teachers up because, like I said earlier, these are whole new challenges. Like even Bethany, she you knows she's an administrator. There's it's like what for every parent that says my kid's not going to wear a mask. Keep in mind, like people like Bethany, even like on service days, they still have to go to school and still have to work and put in the work to help further the education of your children. Especially if Bethany right. said like if they're going to go or like what you said, some schools going to go like two days on, three days off. Like so, if I'm an educator, I I would like I don't know if I could do it because like I love that hands on. I love when a teacher was like hands-on i'm a visual learner like i was that kid but like to actually say this is what we're doing on tuesday and thursday but on monday wednesday and friday make sure you have your packets and check your email like that's a whole nother lesson plan you have to do and to make check every email of every kid sending it to you and sending it on time and you don't want a student like me i was a procrastinator i had every excuse in the book of why it wasn't turned in on time you know what i mean so it's just like Woo, like I, I just 
I feel for these. Like, they're going to be, like, the new essential workers when we go back in the full swing of the school year. Like, it's going to be absolutely bonkers for some of them. Bethany, um, undisclosed, the, the my favorite TSA event of the year, even though I missed last year's. Uh, how is that going to work? Because I think we've talked about this already a couple of times amid COVID stuff, because it was usually in your little gallery where people were literally smashed together. Yeah, so we're, we're doing a, a COVID edition. Um, we won't be able to invite the artists. So um, we're doing two preview days. Um, beforehand like july 20th and july 23rd will be preview days um that you can make an appointment to come in and look at it look at all the art to kind of make your top picks and then the night of the event we're gonna stagger the arrival so people will draw their numbers at the preview instead so they'll already know what number they draw in and then in small groups we'll have them go into the gallery like we'll start in the garden so that everybody can be outside and social distance. And then um, in like groups of 10, they'll go in the gallery to get their pieces and then leave. So it'll be shorter. It'll be a little more militant. But at least we can still have part of the, the experience. Right. Speaking of militant, away. here's fucking Tucker. <laughs> He wasn't even that loud. I even Floyd Snickers. I did. <laughs> I think he's the cutest thing ever. I just he looks. He's the one that looks like he's a great one, right? Yeah. I love him. I just I want a dog like him. I they look like old men, and I love it. And you know what? That's a great that's a great analogy because I'm trying to explain to our audience what Tucker, how I feel about Tucker. And it's like Floyd when you were in school and you had an an old curmudgeonly teacher and they heard you talking and they would just look in your direction and you'd shut the fuck up. That's Tucker to me. Right, right like, oh, oh no. I I had a teacher like that. And I was just thinking, I was like, but I but I was talking. Like I can't, I, like I said, I was that student. I'm like, Mr. Anderson, do you have something to say? I, like, I have a lot to say. But we're reading um, Catcher in the Rye, so carry on, Mr. Nye, carry on. Or the teacher that would go, I'm I'm sorry, Eric, uh, is this is Chapter 7 getting in the way of you getting a nap in or your conversation? Because we'll just stop. Go ahead, come up here and talk to everybody. And it's, I know we like totally went off course, but like, can we just have a moment about these books that they made us read in school? Like, some of them were not interesting. Like, no offense, like, I, I hate... And I know it was like the number one book in the world for forever. I hate Ender's Game. I cannot stand that book. And then when they made it a movie, I was like, oh, this is just like the book. Stupid. Like, like I hated Ender's Game. And That's like, assuming you actually read the book. <laughs> I did. I was actually that person. I really did. I was like, this book no. is dumb. I was not a fan. And, which is weird because as much as I love sci-fi and outer space stuff now, that like, that should have been right up my alley, but like I just could not get into it. Maybe it's just because I was a teenager and was like, reading is stupid. I'd rather watch TRL. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I should go back and give it a chance. I we, probably won't. Floyd, we were we're close in age, but the generation like right after us got much more interesting things to read than what we <sighs> had to attempt. But it's a great time. Oh yeah, they for, have way better books now. Yeah. We had Catcher in the Rye, to Kill a Mockingbird, which is a great book, by the way. And Ender's Game. I was like, this and, is Stupid and fucking Shakespeare. Um, oh yes, Be- Bethany. What night will will all the TSA stuff happen? 
Thursday, August 6th is the end. Okay. Also, you brought something up um, about how you're going to execute this that I threw out as a suggestion for. So I was on a phone call a couple of weeks ago with Dorothy and the Good Grief people, and they were talking about the breakfast this year. And Dor- Dorothy is fretting over a lot because uh, she's got to raise money, and it, yeah. it, it's a challenge. Um, they, they're they're a great group, Good Grief of Northwest Ohio. They I don't know if they'll survive. I, they might be one of the places that might not make it out of this. They're, they're not a, a big nonprofit like NAMI or Heart Association. So Dorothy's worried, but I, I threw out an idea and you mentioned it. Um, for that breakfast, as opposed to having a couple hundred people in the room, I suggested that we do, because it's not like, was that, was that the, were we at the Pinnacle or the Premier? Pinnacle. 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 I suggested it's not like that place is going to be overbooked. So they'll probably be amenable to working with groups that, that will be committed to them. And instead of doing a breakfast from like seven to nine, or whatever it was, let's do like five five breakout sessions. Um, so five smaller groups staggered throughout the day. And maybe it's only like 10 or 15 people at a time. But Ryan Weekman and Dorothy will do their spiel five or six times during the day rather than one long or one big event. And everybody seemed to like that idea. And it seems like you're going to do that with TSA as well. Yeah, it's similar, similar to that. I didn't mean to laugh at your still, spiel. You still want that in-person experience, you know, like it's, it's hard. There are some events that you can switch to virtually relatively seamlessly. And then there are other times where you're like, you know, you feel like you need that, that one-on-one, not one-on-one, but that in-person experience. Mm -hmm. And it's hard when you can't be in mass like that. Well, I to elaborate on what you said, I'll say we had um, Dorothy in the studio numerous amount of times and like to hear her talk about it is one thing, but actually sit there at the breakfast table and to see like the speakers talk, like or actually the impact it has on the community that she right, works with. Kid. And like, and then that, excuse my language, that fucking in memoriam video, which got all of us together <laughs> at the table. I was like, damn, like you in the, like you said, the, um, back up what Bethany said. You need that. Um, I guess you would say that one-on-one experience. You know, me like because it's a difference. Like if Bethany talks talks about in disclosure, or sorry, whatever it's called. Sorry, I messed it up. Like talks about that, but like actually being there to see the actual pieces that people can get, or like actually seeing the art that someone's worked like months on to be like, oh, this is actually cool. So it's it's. I think isn't the pinnacle big enough to accurately social distance if you use every other table you just have to make the numbers a little smaller yeah i think in some way there will be multiple presentations but but if you say it's a big event even if you say that we're gonna have all the precautions in place people might might feel better off in smaller groups and floyd to your point um to, to emphasize your point the part of the reason that everybody started to feel so crummy during those videos is because you could feel the heaviness in the room and you don't get that virtually and then the children started talking. I looked at Bethany while eating my granola, and I was like, damn. I was like, I was not mentally prepared to go on this emotional journey at 8.30 in the morning. But it, it needs to happen. And like I said, it's there's a will, there's a way. And we're, we're, we're for the most part, we're a, we're a smart species. So mm. they'll, they'll figure out. Right, right, mm. right. That's why I said for the most part. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Let I me mean, sure, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Let me run sure. some family stuff by you. Um, and... 
I don't, this won't make, the only things they usually get, they, they get are if I say them to Paul on the air or if I say something on Facebook and I'm going to try to distance, I'll leave you guys out, out on this one. So I got to, I guess I got to start it this way. Floyd, you remember when I told you before that uh, Paul's person, Tracy, got a little upset when I said girlfriend, not fiance? Yes. So my dad has made that slip up before as well. And I oh, guess Lord. she was a little prickly with my dad. So I'm glad that I wasn't alone there. Um, that's, that's a technicality that really should matter. That should? Should not matter. Yeah. Well, I guess that that is... Like, that, girl, you there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Being the happy right, that I'm like, acknowledging you. <laughs> yeah, oh. it doesn't matter. So that, and I guess how Phoenix is parented is also a, a sensitive spot. Um, oh yeah, because they're like they're a blended family. Essentially, yeah. I don't think his his dad or whoever fathered him is in their their life the at picture? all. Oh, okay, at, like at all. So it's like Paul is super stepdad. Okay, um, and that's where I think I can s- step away from any kind of trouble that my mouth could get me in. So yesterday, my dad, what did my dad. I forget how he brought it up, whether he was upset or not, or how we got onto it. But I, I talk to my dad every day, and Paul, like every other day, on the phone. So Tracy and Phoenix, I think I've mentioned this before, they're like diehard Disney people. Tracy can get down there with flight yeah. deals because, like, for like eight dollars, and she's pass holder they- this Disney plus <laughs> plus that, and they are Lilo a- and Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> they truly are. As of yesterday, she and Phoenix are intending to go to Disney next month. Oh, absolutely not. Right? And my dad... Wait, is, is this the one in Florida, Orlando? Yeah, Disney... Sorry, Disney World. Yeah, they go there. Disneyland is not reopening as it intended uh, because of California being a hotspot. And, and Florida obviously is in, in the, I think, Orlando area. My dad is not pleased, but he knows he can't do anything. And I think... Paul is really torn because I don't think he wants to. He's not a put his foot down kind of person. So, uh, yeah, but no one is pleased about this. And, and quite frankly, it's a dumb decision. She may want to look into it. Um, my friend earlier, when I said he works at a resort, wink, wink. Just don't throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> he he were he don't work at for Disney, but like he's one of the. I've never been to Disney World, so I don't know how it's played out. But like. He's one of the outlining resorts that is connected to Disney, which isn't open, but like he's still part of that bar type. What do we say? Like, we'll say like a fraternity row of resorts before you get to Disney. Universal? Well, I I don't know if it's universal because none of the big resorts are open, but his did open. His isn't connected to a hotel. So that's why I said, wink, wink. She might want to follow up with that because he wasn't the only one who tested positive. Sure. I know it's him and like three other. Co-workers. I mean, so that Disney's may shut down the like, whole thing. Disney's on a whole other level. Like, you're not talking, hey, we're going to go to Kalahari for the weekend and it's mostly right. local people. We're talking people from everywhere are gathering at Disney. So you don't know what you're going to get or where you're going to get it from. Yeah, I'm very... Especially taking a young child. Like, I'm not attacking her because I don't know who she is personally, but I... Like, I if I were a parent or Bethany's about to be a mother, like I'd be like, Disney world's always going to be there or Disneyland, whichever one yeah. It's always going to be there. You you know what Phoenix, we can't go to Disney this time, but we can have a mom, son, 
Disney night. Like we can get ordered pizza. You can for the money we're gonna spend at Disney, we can go raid the supermarket. We'll get gummy bears, cotton candy. Like you, you can make it a whole nother experience. But I, I, for me, I would think it's too soon, especially with these spikes happening, and. And these are just the first peak of spikes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're going to spike this week and then slowly go down next week. Like, these are just the people who are just getting their test results. Because, like, my friend, I don't want to say his name. But when he got tested, he's been sick for, like, a week now. He just got his test results back two days ago. And he got tested Wednesday because he had posted on Facebook he's getting his COVID test. So, like, it's the, these are just people finding out who's been who, who have been sick for a week. I keep in mind he's been working because he just thought it was a cold. So that's no disrespect to him. Like, so who else has he come in contact with? Um, yeah, I know the NBA players who were supposed to be in the bubble down at Disney. Uh, some are are really concerned, and it might be worse than that. That they they've got to stay on 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 the Disney campus, but the workers for hotel and cooks and stuff can come and go, which is is not good. Um, but these are the times that we live in. So it sounds like everybody is is in agreement with with my dad and and Paul's disappointment. I'm I just want to know. I want to throw it out there because I think it's interesting to follow how Paul will will handle this. Because like I said, Paul is not confrontational at all. He doesn't raise his voice, uh, and he he needs to put his foot down. I, but here's the thing, though, and that and there here's here's the conversation. I think if we did this on air. We'd get so many calls right now. Oh, yeah. Um, for you to say, like, him to put his foot down, there's been many times growing up, my mom has had boyfriends, and they tried to put their foot down, and I've heard many times, that is my child. I will do what I want with him. Like, I've heard that. So I don't I don't know her temperament or her personality, but, like, he could maybe voice his opinion. Like, I don't know the dynamic of the well, relationship. But Well, here's, here's what he could do. He could say... If you choose to go, I I want you to quarantine when you come back, and, and I'm, I'm going to go stay house. with my dad. <laughs> right. And two weeks after, I'll come back, but I don't feel comfortable with with you going, and I'm not going to stop you. However, I you need to quarantine, and I'm going to go stay with my dad for two weeks after you come back. Let me throw out a couple of other um, elements in all of this as well. It's not like, and I'm looking for the picture right now. Um, it's not like, oh, I found the picture. I'm going to send it to both of you guys right now. Um, it's, hold on, give me one second. There's that. Hold on. Bethany, you've got it. And Floyd, it's coming. I'm sending a picture of Paul. Um, it's not like they're they're unfamiliar with what the virus does. Because oh, Paul, he had it. Because yes. Paul had it. And then there's another element to all of this. I don't know. I, th- I thought I, I think I mentioned it briefly. They are trying to add to their family as well. So it is Yeesh. possible she is pregnant. What? Huh? What? There's no oh, way ma'am. I can go to Disney. Ma'am. Absolutely not. Like, yeah, like, I, I don't. There's a time and a place, and, like, Disney will always be there. Like, Disney's just celebrating, what, their 80th anniversary or something? Like, so it's been there way before we were even thought of as human beings. Like, it ain't going nowhere. Like, Disney is the money, is the, what it will, is the monopoly of the world. Like, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. You can skip this season, I promise you. 
think of the reward of getting to go next time. Save up a little bit more money. Use this money that you have saved for Disney. Double that up for your next trip. And then you can go all out with Phoenix. Or if you have a little bun in the oven, baby junior Phoenix too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, that's, uh, I don't know. Because like, I think, I think if I was a parent, I'd be like, yeah, I wanted to go just to get my son's mind. Cause he knows everything's going on. He's eight. He's formulating stuff on how the world's working. Maybe this would be a good escape. But also I'd be like, it's not the time and place we can isolate ourselves and have a Disney day. I don't know. Paul can wear Mickey Mouse ears. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a wise decision. And Floyd, you've got the the exclamation point. Disney will always be there and they will always be at the top of the list for promotions and stuff. Right. And then think about like when they do open, like it's ex- it's expensive, but like they've saved up so much stuff. Like they're going to, for once, I think Disney will have stuff on sale. And I only say that because Sephora is the same way. Like we have so much inventory from March and April that like our Fourth of July sale is ridiculous. Like we have to get rid of this stuff so we can get finally get our summer stuff. So like, I just, I don't think she should go there. There, I don't think she should go. To, so that Paul can avoid any kind of confrontation or if, if they've got a, a, a fight or something like that. I hope Disney World just says we're closing. Now, I, don't, I don't know if they can because of NBA stuff or whatever, but I, I hope it removes the possibility of an argument. Um, I hope Disney like just takes, take, makes the call and, and takes Paul and Tracy going at it out of, out of play. How's her son going to be with the mask on a plane? That's, that's oh. a long time to keep that mask on in a stationary position like you can't move or get up and walk around well just like, like kids touch everything uh-huh. so what are you gonna follow him around with a bottle of hand sanitizer like he's not gonna wear gloves there's no disrespect to him he's eight i'm 37 right. and i touch everything you know what i mean like i'm 37 i have curious fingers so i mean right. it's I just, just the nature I, yeah uh check your check your phones again um, when Is your was brother th- dying? <laughs> That's one. <laughs> but, so this must have been the middle of March. The middle of March, they went to... Di- so just as the pandemic was hitting, where things were closing here, they went to Disney. Okay. Oh my god! Man, that just shoots my well, logic down. He he is a he is a traveler. He has frequent fire miles. All right. Yeah, I- but so we'll we'll see. I should ask my, you know what I'm going to do? Oh, we won't be here next week. I'm going to ask my flight attendant friend. It'd be like, do you ever just see people going on vacations? Do you roll your eyes? Hmm. Like, I want to know if they have the same reaction I do when people walk into Sephora without a mask on. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, like, like my best friend, Adam, who lives in Chicago. Um, oh, by the way, Philly friend's in town for the next month, by the way. My, is that Michael? Yeah, yes, Michael's in town. Um, but anyways, I want to ask him, be like, because he... Um, Adam works for a major airline, and I just want to know, like, when you see people, like, because you have to ask them, hey, where are you flying to today? Like, oh, we're going on vacation. Ah. Like, I want to know if he's just like, ugh, great, this this virus is never going to end, because they see it firsthand, these people just traveling in these conditions. I'm going to ask him. What's, uh, what's, what, what, is he originally from here? What's, what's got him away from Philly to here? Um, oh, he has family stuff going on. Oh, yeah, he's originally from here. He was my first friend when I moved to Toledo, and we've been friends ever best friends ever since. I wish, uh, I wish I would have known because you know what I would have asked for? Virus be damned. Wawa, give me them pretzels, boy. 
<laughs> Give me them pretzels. I am having some kind of, not second thoughts, but I'm just thinking more thoroughly about my dad visiting. And I think, um, I don't know, It. We just we just don't know. But I think I will do what I need to to get a coronavirus test or and or the antibody test. And I can't figure out, I, I guess the virus test is more important. And if he does come, like let's say he comes July 15th, I think around the first week of July, I need to, to look seriously into getting tested because... Um, Honestly, he, do you know where you would go for the test? Someplace that would hopefully be free. Listen, the Girl Scouts of America do free testing on the weekday. You just got to call to make an the appointment. The Girl Scouts? I, I saw the billboard. I live down the street from the Girl Scout headquarters. It's okay. in the Old West City. I saw it said for an appointment, free COVID testing. So like, I'm trying to get the word out. Like, if you need tested or if you ain't got insurance, ain't got. Oh my god, I went to school for communications. If you don't have insurance, <laughs> there's wills and ways. And I know the Girl Scouts of Northwest Ohio, and we know the girl, so you can message her and see if it's true. Oh, Katie, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the yeah. billboard. Um, that, would you guys again? I keep giving more thought to this. And is it a bad idea for my dad to visit, or if I do the test, I'm probably in the clear. I, the antibodies test is not going to do you any good because it's rarely accurate. Um, if you want to get tested for Corona, knock yourself out. It's, it's a little different only because, I mean, I know you, no offense, don't get out much. So it's not like he's going to travel to a crowded area. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, if we get food, we'll order something. And, and, And I keep thinking... Well, he should stay home because, well, if he's at home, we he could do the same thing here that he'd be doing there, and that's avoiding people. So it's not like he's coming into a hot spot, right? And and you know, you two, you two being spending time together is not going to be as dangerous as somebody going on vacation. It's a little different, and mm-hmm. I assume he's going to drive, right? You hear that, Tracy? She just took a shot, <laughs> Bethany Urbanski Fry. She lives off Hill <laughs> Avenue. Come for the bitch. <laughs> Listen, don't get it twisted. I'm supposed to go to Myrtle Beach in August. It's okay. Don't get it. But I can. Boy, Tucker's. I'm supposed to go to Orlando Pride in October. So, like, if we we could be hypocrites, it's all good. We'd be hypocrites together. Um, Right. I think he should come. I mean, you guys are going to have a wild night out. Um, I don't know what he does at home, but he seems like a very much of a homebody. It's called, like you, and that's the thing, and that's the double-edged sword about this virus. Like we were preaching guidelines, distancing, isolation, but like then you have moments like this where a child and a parent want to see each other, and they live states away. Like you can't stop your life. Like you know what I mean. So it's like, right? You just have you have to keep moving forward, even though we're like, stay away from me. But you're like, but you're my father. You're my child. Like. You got you get you can't disrupt your life for this virus. That's why it's so weird when people play these guidelines on. I'm like, but what do we do? Like, I can't like remember. I didn't see my mom for two months, and she didn't understand why. Yeah, but like so like it's. I think he should come. You guys do your your Chase family thing, wink, wink, and all that jazz. Have him see his grandbabies. <laughs> I think he should do it. Let's see what happens. He has I mean, to bring the new dog. He, yeah, I I thought about that, and uh, that's that's not going to happen. It's going to stay with his girlfriend Terry, or no. with Paul, because I I'd like to meet Luna, and 
I was a little concerned, and I think I mentioned last week to you guys, that I was telling my dad things. I felt like I was him. We switched places when I was explaining to him some of the things that he's got to deal with with the dog. Like, he felt bad that she was crying when she was in the crate. I'm like, she's a dog. She'll be fine. Or the the, the one that encapsulates all of this was he didn't want the dog being at home. Tucker, you're... He didn't want the dog being home alone or not having anybody to play with. I'm like, Dad, 90% of the day, the dog sleeps. Like, it literally doesn't move. Um, but the dog got loose because they got a harness that was Velcro, and she loves oh. squirrels. So my dad had to run her down twice because he didn't get the right kind of harness. I was going to ask how uh, Luna and the squirrels are getting along. Um, it's better now. It's the ones that she doesn't know that she will run after. But my dad said yesterday he was holding Luna and Craig and or Buddy came up <laughs> and like sniffed Luna's leash. So they're getting closer. My dad says it's only when they they move quickly does she freak out. But when, when everybody's just kind of sitting chilling, everybody gets along. That's a bold squirrel. There was a, a video that Paul sent me of a of a guy feeding a pack of raccoons. Have you guys ever seen this? No, a little trash Probably. Can. Yeah, it, it was something. Um, and I told Paul, I was like, you got to go show, show Dad how to use the video on his phone. Or you go over there and take some video because we're we're missing like millions of viral views with his interactions <laughs> with Buddy and Carl and, and everybody else. Um, last thing, I guess, we, 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 keep, we can keep going. Um, tomorrow uh, is Snout and About Bethany. Oh, that was today. Uh, it's tomorrow, the 27th. And I don't oh. know. I commented on a Cassie post. It was like, move it to Sunday because tomorrow is going to be pretty hairy. Yeah, that sucks. How is, uh, how is your pregnancy? It's going good. I have to uh, go back for another ultrasound on Monday just because when they did, they do like a, they call it an anatomy scan. It's like their most intensive ultrasound. And they did that about four or so weeks ago. Um, but she wouldn't quite flip over for them to get to her left side of her heart and all that stuff. So um, I go back on Monday for that. Um, but yeah, it's good. She's very, very active. Um, so it's, it's been fun and weird and interesting all at the same time. But uh, she she's she's got like a schedule, like, She's very active in the morning. Um, it's usually around the times that I eat or I should be eating. Um, it's when she's like, feed me! <laughs> and, and I'm like, it's, it's weird because like you, you feel the movement. So you're trying to like visualize what she could be doing to create what you're feeling. And all I can figure is that most of the time she's like laying with like legs and arms up, like doing the bicycle. You know how like when you're working out and you do bicycles, like that's like the only thing I can imagine she's doing for for what I'm feeling. It's really funny. I have, a, I've always I have a question. Oh, oh you go two, first. Two, two, okay, um, I've always wondered, and maybe you're not the right person to ask at this point in time. But like, what does it cost? Like, how does insurance work with a baby? Like, do you just pay like twenty five dollars for a copay? Like, how does this work? Um, for me. Thankfully, I have insurance, um, and I, my understanding is that there's a deductible of like yeah. five hundred dollars that I will be responsible, 
responsible for, but I think the rest of it should be covered. Okay, so it's not so. like you have to hit your big de- deductible and then it's like 80-20? Right. Okay. Well, 500 bucks to get a kid out of your body seems like a, a fair price <laughs> it's to pay. not bad. I'll take it. Yeah, no, yeah, not I'll at all. It. I have a question. Yeah. It's more lighthearted. When you, not now because you're showing, but like, is there a time where like you went to sleep and wake up, you're like, oh shit, I'm pregnant. Like, have you forgotten you were pregnant? Cause my sister did. Like she's like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm growing a baby. Um, I'm not necessarily forgot, but I just kind of went about my business. Like I didn't really. Yeah. Cause like sometimes you know. she would be like, yeah, when I was pregnant with Jay Shot, I would be like, oh my stomach. Oh, that's right. I have a kid in there. Cause like, I guess for women or it's. When you're, it's just second nature. Like it's like for us guys, we're like, oh my god, there's a baby growing in you. And like most women are kind of just like, yeah, that's what we were born to do. Like you'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, and it happens pretty slow. Like I would say, not until the last week or so did I even have like a belly. Like I just kind of looked like I was quarantine fat for a while. (laughs) So like. Now I'm thankful now that she kind of popped out because now I can like wear my regular clothes, but people know I'm pregnant. Like right. I don't just look fat now. So I can't that's... wait for your mom brain to happen. <laughs> oh, it's I'm our, so excited. I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. Have, I'm sure yeah, it'll happen. Ha- have there been for you, have there been any behavioral or, or, or uh, appetite changes? No, not at all. Nothing, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. This nope. seems like Floyd. It, granted, we're not seeing her, and we just have these long conversations, you know. Now, but I, if I didn't, if, if I didn't know, I wouldn't guess that Bethany was pregnant based on behavior, conversations, or anything mm-hmm. like that. My sister wanted Cheetos and ice cream together. It was the weirdest <laughs> convers- combination. It was together? like it was just, yeah, Cheetos, Cheetos puffs. Not the crunchy ones because she liked the way they felt on her tongue. Oh, cheese like, It was the weirdest thing ever. Cheese puffs and I think it was the Neapolitan ice cream or stuff. It was some pink ice cream was in it. But like, That's yeah, weird. I was like, being pregnant is weird. Because I, I was yeah. like, I mean, and she never was like a Cheeto person. Like, I know my sister pretty well. Like, I've seen her since like 84. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, <laughs> that's a weird combination. Like, she would eat a Cheeto puff scoop of ice cream i'm just like yeah no i haven't had any weird cravings i'm kind of glad because that just weirds me out (laughs) what's josh been like um normal normal chill he's yeah chill okay hey when uh when you're not pregnant anymore and if you still yeah you 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 really your timing really fucked all this up you know that right (laughs) wow Um, (laughs) what because <laughs> uh, right before things shut down, I found Black Frog Brewery, and it is oh yeah, you told me about it. Totally, my kind of spot, and I've seen. Um, I I shared something of theirs earlier this week, and a lot of people it, it got a lot of reach, um, and I'd, I'd like to go back there. It's it's right in our backyard. Yeah, it is. Well, leave. Uh, She's leave. Not be pregnant forever. Well, I know, but she'll right. do. She'll want to do mom stuff and. Trust me, there will come a time when I'm going to be like, "Who wants to take this thing?" <laughs> mm-hmm. What did I, I think? Joey... Only that happens sooner than later. I remember my sister; she was like, "Will you watch the baby?" I'm like, "No." Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that thing keeps crying. Absolutely. I have not. two eager beaver grandmas. It's going to be fine. There you go. 
All right. Well, it's it'll be a date. I I think every time I ask Jody, um, and we we're talking like weeks after she'd given birth, she she said I've only had one beer, and I and I because she was really craving it during her pregnancy. So, but I mean, your your body changes different. Different priorities and responsibilities for sure, but maybe you'll lose the taste for certain things. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll I see know. how it goes. I, I could be pregnant, and I would still dislike Tucker. Oh, wow. You, I know. And you're going to give him I, a complex. He gave, me, he gave me one. It's called the He Hates My Guts. I don't know. Maybe he's in the... Maybe he's anti-Semitic or something. I don't know. No! No! <laughs> Tucker I think mean, he is a, a German breed, but that's beside the point. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I'll call him Little Hitler. <laughs> no. All right. anybody anybody got anything else? We ready for the weekend here? Uh, we're 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 gone. We're gone next week, and then the week after next, and then that's then we're furlough free for the rest of the year. I I hope. Fingers crossed. Okay. Okay. Um, Bethany, <laughs> okay. do you, uh, no, we, we'll, we'll just skip titty talk today. We made it all the way through without it. So we're good. I mean, you still brought it up. So no, 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 no. I mean, titty talk. I'm good. How are your swollen udders? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's how your about, titty how about talk this? for the day. If there's a change, I'll let you know. Okay, perfect. And, uh, <laughs> I have my fingers crossed that. Alex doesn't get eaten by a bear, but does have some kind of oh, that's awkward... right. She left for her camping trip. Yeah, I want. I would <laughs> like her to have some kind of bizarre wildlife encounter. She, if uh, I know Alex, she's going to. She messaged me. We were texting yesterday. Um, Floyd, did anybody or did I mention the video about the football player who saw the bears, like a bear, in a street? No. And I think they were both equally afraid of one another. And uh, I showed that to Alex, and she's like, what if I, like, get my rifle out of the car and hold it while I'm sleeping to be safe? I'm like, that bear will have torn into you before you can even grab that piece of metal. Like Elmer Fudd? Yeah. Like, just see her <laughs> walking around a campground? Oh, Alex. And she took her two damn ADHD dogs who are going to bark at everything? Oh, I'm so ready for this. I need all the stories. You know, like, Alex is mixed. Part black, part mm-hmm. country. <laughs> she needs so. to like vlog it. Yeah. Like, oh, I think she camera, should The it, yeah. whole deal. It's like every time she hears a noise. What's going- I know Tucker, right? Yeah. He, every he- time she hears a noise, like just open up the camera. <laughs> Hello. He's like, I smell Jew. Does he have his armband on? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna go get in the shower. I smell. The problem is that they're <laughs> they like they wrestle a lot in the morning and they're trying to wrestle but they don't understand that I'm trying to accomplish something at the moment. They're just going about their their business. That's what they do. So they're like brothers just going after each they're other. They're extremely brothers. <laughs> Very much so brothers. All right, everybody. Have a uh, have a good weekend. Flit. Hopefully the shows go uh, off without a hitch and don't get hit too hard by the storms tonight and tomorrow. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye.